This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. Two and one. Deep to left field. This ball's high. It's deep. Number 600 for Jim Tony. Everybody out on the field. All the twins. Get out there. Welcome to the 600 Club. There goes the runner. That one is looped in the air to short. And it's going to fall in for a base hit. As Torres will stop at third. Guerrero way around. And the ball is thrown away. Nobody was covering second base. Well, here's another curveball. Now watch this swing. And and that ball bounces. So here we go. Here's your kind of like a drop kick, but with a bat. Amazing. First time I've ever seen it in 47 years. All the same numbers, and that gives you an idea. Vladdy's further proof of what everyone says about him. He can hit anything you throw that's up close enough to the plate to get the bat on. Swing drive. Right center field. The Braves have won it. You know, Chipper's always tried real hard to stay out of the middle of those mosh pits, but he wanted right in the center of that one. been a stated goal for Trevor Hoffman. He began the year needing nine saves to get to 600. He never thought it would take until September 7th to have that chance, but here he is on the mound. Bouncing ball, chance for two here. Weeks, Council, welcome new ones to these hallowed halls as we select these boys of summer now here's your host alex streifick This is Moose's Mulligans. Welcome back for episode 37. Woo! Yes! We got a great show for you coming up ahead, but make sure to check us out at facebook.com slash Moose's Mulligans, twitter.com slash Moose's Mulligans, and our official website is moosesmulligans.weebly.com. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Great show ahead for you here. So we have double the awesomeness this, uh, awesomeness this week as we have Mark Berquist and Ben Huff coming on the show. But first, we're going to bring on Mark with some big news in the MLB. So let's bring on Mark. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. What's up? <laughs> so we're going to start with the Hall of Fame. And All Chipper right. Jones, Jim Tomei, Vladimir Guerrero, and Trevor Hoffman got in. So your first reaction to that? Uh, my first reaction is, is these are all four guys that uh, I was able to watch growing up especially trevor hoffman so my fandom is happy uh for trevor and just seeing these guys get in who have been so good and just guys you idolized uh growing up watching the game is is pretty awesome 
Uh, the only thing I don't like is uh, Edgar Martinez not getting in. Right. Uh, that, that's that's a little bit of a bummer. That he's the best designated hitter of all time. He's better than David Ortiz. Um, and I, I know a lot of people want to say, "Oh, well, he didn't play the field. Well, that hurts his. That should hurt his chances." And I think if you're really good at what you do, uh, you, you should be in. And he was really good at what he did. Simple as that. Yeah, I think it was a great class, and I know San Diego's super excited about Trevor Hoffman being down here. It just feels like the steroid issue really clogged up the ballots, you know, with Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. It kept people like Edgar Martinez and the guy I've been complaining a lot about getting in, Mike Messina. And it just it didn't give them enough votes. It just kind of kept them out. And I, I thought, you know, Edgar Martinez goes a long way in the David Ortiz vote, and Mike Messina will go a long way in the vote of a lot of different pitchers. So I think it was a big ballot, and I think it's just a little clogged up right now because we had such a long time where people were too stubborn to vote people in. Yeah, if if I if I was able to make a choice on on changing how the the voting works, I I'm not really that much of a fan of the ten player cap that they have. Right. I I think you should be able to vote for as many people as you want because I know there's a lot of players that suffer because they are the eleventh or twelfth guy that a, that a a writer would vote for, but can't because he can only vote for ten. And I know a lot of people have said that about Edgar. They've said that about Musina. And then, just, yeah, just to name a couple. it got spread out between Larry Walker and a yeah. few others. Yeah, and it, it starts to add up. And I've obviously been vocal about Martinez and Messina getting in, but I just think Bonds and Clemens deserve to get in too. So yeah, you're right. Why put a cap on it? I'd vote for all of yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the next news that was pretty big, and thanks for getting back to us on Twitter with that. A lot of guys uh, and a lot of fans tweeting in about that. Uh, the Brewers, they, they're not done yet, obviously. They still need some starting pitching, but I wanted your reaction to uh, the Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain coming into Milwaukee. The amazing thing about all this, both those moves happened in about this three hours, and so suddenly they went from like maybe a bottom five outfield to suddenly a top five outfield. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. like, And that outfield is so... like. There's so much depth there that they're asking Ryan Braun to potentially move to first base. Oh, I can is, see that a little bit. Yeah, which is crazy because outside of Braun, Kane, Yelich, behind him, they have Keon Broxton, Brett Phillips, and um, I'm forgetting one more player. He played, he played a decent amount last year. But they, they have Domingo Santana, I think. Domingo Santana, yes. yes. Yes, uh, they, have a, they have a secondary outfield. And so I, I'm assuming they're going to use two of those guys to probably get a, a top-of-the-line starter. I'd be interested to see who they go after because I think that's the only glaring weakness that they have now. Right, and I, you know, I'm, I'm always on the cheaper side. I'm looking at like signing Lance Lynn and then maybe moving two of the guys for someone like Danny Duffy if they're willing to move him. Or I even like cheaper stuff like Desclafani, but I mean, they're, they're obviously going to make some moves. But before they do make more moves for starting pitching, uh, where do you think this move put them? Like NL Central champs, wildcard team, are, are they still out of the playoffs in your mind? I have them. I have them as a wild card team only because it's going to be really hard to beat the Cubs. I agree, and I think the Cardinals are really good too. You know, adding yeah. Azuna and uh, yes. their pitching is much better than the Brewers. I think we can all agree on that. Yes, but but just remember the Brewer team last year that was in a rebuild led the NL Central for seventy games. So 
Yeah, they I, they still got a long way to go, but I'm excited to see it, and yeah. it's good that they still have Ryan Braun through all of this. I think that yes. speaks a long way into what we've been seeing with Stanton moving and p- players like that who yeah. re-signed for a long time. It's good to see someone still producing for their yeah. team. And and the awesome the awesome thing about this is like, not only did they fast forward the rebuild, not only are they going to be good next year, but they're going to be good just about through 2021 because a lot of these guys are still controllable. Right, and that's a good job with Yelich on that. And I uh, yeah. I know the Marlins are still making uh, looking to make moves, and the Brewers are still looking to make moves. So we'll look forward to having yeah. you back on, Mark, when all that happens. Man, I'm excited. This hot stove is heating up, Alex. <laughs> all right, thanks for coming on, Mark. All right, Alex, thanks for having me. All right, always love having Mark come on the show. Good talks there with some great baseball stuff. Always love getting awesome news in baseball. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about the NBA All-Star Game, where we bring on another awesome host, a guest here, Ben Huff. So stay here on Moose's Mulligans. on the official Moose's Mulligans website. All right, back here on Moose's Mulligans with me, your host, Alex Dryzak. I want to give you a quick preview into next week's episode uh, with a lot going on in the gymnastics world, and we've seen a lot with uh, college sports athletes and gotten a lot of great opinions back from you, the listeners. I wanted to do an episode where we talk about what kind of abuses that athletes can go through physically, mentally. We've, we've had an episode on this a little bit where we previewed into it, uh, where I sat down with Dr. Phil Serens and Dr. Alan Streisak. Uh, but I wanted to go more into detail and take the opinions you guys gave us, and we'll do a whole show around it. So make sure to tune in next week, and you can get more information on that show at facebook.com slash moosesmulligans and twitter.com slash moosesmulligans. And I'm going to say it again, yep, our official website, moosesmulligans.weebly.com. But we're still here this week, and that means we're going to continue our discussion and move on to the NBA All-Star Game. For the second part of the show, we're going to bring on Ben Huff to talk about the NBA. Hello. 
So, Ben, first question right out of the gate. Uh, what's your thoughts on the NBA season up to this point, up to the, basically the all-star break almost? I really enjoyed it. Everyone thought this season was just going to be the Warriors-Cavs going in the finals, and I think it's very clear that it's not that straightforward. The season comes along, injuries happen, and then poor chemistry on the Cavs has led to an interesting season. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think we've seen some good surprises, and uh, I know we've seen a lot of young talent really step up into the spotlight, which is always good for a sport. Now, we're starting to see that young talent, and it's going to be in the All-Star game coming up. So we had the draft uh, with uh, Team LeBron versus Team Curry, and I wanted your opinion right out of the – just what? who are you favoring between LeBron and Curry's All-Star teams? Oh, it's got to be LeBron's team. He he just has an overall better team. I was, I'm glad he picked Durant. He would have been my first pick as LeBron. I think Curry has a lot of great scoring, but over LeBron overall, his team's a lot better. Yeah, so, you know, now we got to do our own draft here, you know. And, of course, since I love LeBron James, you're going to be Steph Curry. So it's going to be Team Moose against Team Hufflepuff here. All right, I like it. I so, like it. So, uh, since I'm LeBron and I'm the captain, I'm going to mix it up from what he did. I'm going to go Giannis Antetokounmpo with the first pick. All right, well, then I'm taking Durant. That's no, no option for me right there. And then I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going with the center, Joel Embiid, out of Philly. A lot of flexibility there. All right, I'm going Harden, fellow ASU. Yeah, and then I'm going to just round about with the uh, big man here and go Anthony Davis, power of the unibrow. I'll take his teammate, Cousins. Yeah, and this was before, we're, we're assuming it was healthy like the like the draft that did happen between James and Curry. And so rounding it off, I'm going to put LeBron and Kyrie together like everybody wants to see. Perfect. That means I'm, I get DeRozan. All right. Now moving, yeah. In, yeah, moving into the reserves, you get the first pick, so go for it. All right, first pick. I'm going to surprise some people here. I'm going Aldridge on this one. I like it. You, you, you know, you, that's my sleeper guy. I really like him as a forward. Uh, I'm going to go with Westbrook, though. I need the guard help. Yeah, that's why I, I needed the big help. And that's why I knew you loved Aldridge, so I had to take him early. Next, I'll take Porzingis. So you go Porzingis, and then I'm going to come back. Yeah, I'm going to come back with the unicorn all the way. Unicorn all the way. Yeah, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns. All right, I'm taking Clay Thompson, another teammate of Curry's. Yeah, and I'm going to take a teammate of Anthony Towns here. I'm going to go Jimmy Butler. I think it's a good combo there. All right, I'm going for Wall, John Wall this time. All right, to round off the big man, just make sure I have them all. I'm going Al Horford. Ooh, you leave me Draymond Green. I got all four Warriors on my team. Yeah, well, you know, I'm 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 more of a Damian Lillard guy. That's my next pick. All right, I'll go Lowry. And I'm a huge Victor Oladipo fan. A lot of people know that from my Twitter, and I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take him right now. Perfect. That would get me deal. And you leave me stuck with Kevin Love and all the Cavaliers. Well, former Cavalier Irving. <laughs> so thanks for that, the big three. And it's funny, LeBron did the same thing. I I think LeBron's the biggest winner of the All Star game because now Kyrie Irving has to play on Team LeBron, run by LeBron. So LeBron's a real winner already, and hasn't even started. Well, the Cavs are. I'm excited to see Kyrie have to wear a shirt that says Team LeBron if they do that. Please do that. Please. I think it's just the emblem of each team. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it's close enough for me. I'll still take it. So we're going to do my favorite part of the show, and it's on all our 
stuff for a reason because it's the best part of the show. We're going to do money talks and BS walks. And so I got my first statement. My first statement for you is the Cleveland Cavaliers need to make a big deal before the deadline. Uh, I don't think so. I think they need to get their chemistry right. Adding a new player to an already messed up team is not is not going to uh, fix the problem. They need to get, I guess, have more meetings, maybe play some golf together. They need to figure this out. Oh, golf is fun. You know, you and I both can agree that's a good bonding experience sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 start beating I'm going to call money on this. I, th- I don't know if it would be considered a big deal, but I think they should go for Lou Williams. I don't think the Clippers are that serious, and I think he could be a huge help to the Cavs, and they've already sold house on this year. Sell it all if you're going to sell out for one year, even though I wouldn't have done it. But you're committed now. Let's go, let's, let's go get somebody who can actually help dish the ball around instead of watching LeBron carry the entire team on his back. <laughs> so my next statement for you is the Bucks were right to fire Jason Kidd. I'm going BS on this one. I like what the team already was doing with the team. Uh, I don't know what the organization was thinking. Did they think they were going to win the championship right off against the Warriors, Boston, all those great teams? It, even the Rockets are showing some really good championship drive. So I think he should have stayed on for another, at least until the end of the season. I'm going to totally agree with you here. I think it was BS. I know Ante Tekempo wanted Jason Kidd to stay, which is even more reason to keep him. But Chris Middleton was playing great with him. I didn't see any reason. Jabari Parker's still working his way back, so I don't think it was really fair to Jason Kidd. It might, if anything, it's more of a front office problem. He, I think he's done a great job with the talent they've given him. So the third one. Yeah, yeah. So the third one, you know, I'm going to bring up your Lakers always. So, the Lakers are more likely to have Paul George and LeBron next year now that Cleveland is struggling. LeBron more so than Paul George. Uh, Paul George has received some some comments from Russell Westbrook saying that he may stay. But, you know, LeBron, we all know what LeBron wants to do afterwards. He wants to be in the media business. He wants to be in the entertainment business. L.A., baby. L.A. L.A., LA baby. He's got the house, and he, he knows he wants to come here. I will bring him in. And have Lonzo Ball, Kuzma. You gotta love Kuzma. I think so LeBron's I mean, a very yeah. good center for it. I'm gonna agree with you there. I definitely think so. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. You know, for this one, I'm gonna call BS because I'm gonna agree with you on the Paul George part of it. I think LeBron's already kind of committed to LA, and you know, nobody will ever admit it. But he's already broken Cleveland's heart once. It, at this point, I don't even blame him for leaving because the front office has nothing left after this year. So. Yeah, and we're already starting to see holes from the age. And then, you know, honestly, it just seems like a lot of butting heads with the egos. And I'm not blaming Kevin Love like everyone else. I'm blaming the entire team. So I'm sorry, Kevin Love, that you get blamed for everything on that team. Kevin Love is still an all-star, so I don't know. You can't really blame him when he's still playing at all-star level. It's ridiculous to blame him. But, you know, there's always going to be a scapegoat. Let it be Lonzo Ball with his knee injury right now. I've been hearing stuff about Laker fans getting mad, and it's called patience. You know, that's that's the big key. And right now, I agree with LeBron. I don't have much patience for this because he's his clock's starting to tick a little bit, but he's not showing it for sure. Yeah, like oh, you clock's ticking. He's still playing his best ball ever. And it catches up quick, man. But he's doing a hell of a job of hiding it. All right, thanks for coming on, Ben. Like always. All right, that's all the time we have for this week on Moose's Mulligans. Thanks for tuning in to episode 37, and thanks, like always, to my awesome guests, Mark Berkwiss and Ben Huff. Thank you very much. 
We already preview for you next week uh, what should be coming on episode 38, so make sure to tune back in here on Sunday. And until next Sunday, you know, since since the game's so great, I'm just going to roll with it here. Tune in Sunday to Moose's Mulligans, where money talks and BS walks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.